Now, where did I put it? Hmm. Ah, here it is. Welcome to the Toolbox, where my guests and I discuss the tools they use every day to manage life, trauma, and everything. It may not be applicable right now, but it's not a tool for your toolbox. And I hope you enjoy. Hey everybody, welcome back to Tools for the Toolbox. I am Chance Burles, as you know, and I have another outstanding guest for you from Operation Pegasus Jump Edition. I'm going to kick it off the same way I always do with, who are you, and what is your military background? I am Debbie Ferguson, and I am the creator of Delta Foxtrot Designs and the creator designer of Battle Buddy Challenge Guide. That's awesome. I love the coins, first off. They're such a great idea. Thank you. Love them. Um, how, how long did you serve? I served from 94 to 2008. Doing? I was started off as PEIR Armored Recce. Okay. And then I joined the Rake Forest, and I signed off for military police, and then I remustered from there into the Navy, and my first deployment was on the HMCS Vancouver during mm-hmm. Apollo. Sweet. And the Twin Towers were taken out. So yeah, that must have been interesting, to say the least. It was... Uh, it, it, to say the least, yes. Um, I was seasick for the eight months. <laughs> I was not accustomed to living at sea like that. Yeah. But yeah, it's definitely a whole different lifestyle. No, no doubt. It's yeah. it's tough. So, how long have you been out now? So the two thousand eight. Two thousand eight. Yeah. Okay. And when did you start? Well, like, what was the 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 concept behind? Well, Battle I Bite was. Uh, and where I was did that come from? Three D. I was medically released. Yeah. And. Um, I did not know what I was supposed to be when I got out of the military because I wasn't ready to be released. I wanted to like stay in for, you know, 30 plus years. Yeah. And so I didn't have a plan B. And um, so when I got out, I was pretty lost. They didn't have any programs there for us on how to trans transition from military to civilian life. So my struggle was pretty hard. Yeah. And, um, uh, yeah, so just over the years, um, seeing how other military people were struggling, I needed to find a way to reach out and help them. And it started off by becoming a member of Send Up the Count and uh, accepting phone calls through that, which was uh, it's a heavy weight to take on um, to receive those kind of phone calls. And um, I needed to find another way uh, to reach out because it became too much weight for me. And, um... Hey, Toby. Hey, Toby. <laughs> Toby, you bet. Oh, hey, how are you yeah. doing? <laughs> We're using his truck, so... Yeah, and that's the thing, you, you never know when some veteran's going to walk in and... Yeah, exactly, <laughs> just be like, what? <laughs> We're surrounded by veterans. So... Um, um, yeah, so it became too much for me to carry mentally. Yeah. And uh, so I created and designed the Battle Buddy Challenge Coin as a way for other veterans to help spread the word to PTSD awareness and TBI, um, uh, work-related brain injury, and um, to help bring awareness to PTSD suicide. Yeah. And um, because we're losing way too many every day. And so what this mission is about is on the coin, it says, you're not alone. I got your six. No one gets left behind. And it enables people to purchase a coin and give it to someone else that they know is struggling and uh, or buy one from themselves sometimes we're our own best battle buddy oh yeah and because sometimes we don't have anybody to help us get out of that rabbit hole and uh, yeah so it kind of started off 
as that mission just to help reach out to other people, another avenue, another means to reach out to people. And now it's gone worldwide. Which is outstanding, first off. Like, the fact that it's such a keen idea on uh, how we all live. Yeah. Right? And it's just such an important thing to to maintain. Now, you... You come out to Pegasus Jump, obviously. You're out, you're out yes, here, you're, you're I was invited to come to set up and attend um, Operation Pegasus Jump. Yeah. And I know a few of the guys um, that put this on. And um, my son, um, he's he's still in the military. He's sixth generation. And he's PPCY3 Jump Company. And it's funny because uh, there's quite a few guys up here that know my son and that they all serve together. And, uh, you know, my son did two back-to-back tours in Afghanistan, Abafin and Abarcher. Archer. And uh, he came back, you know, pretty, well, not the same. I didn't recognize him. Yeah. And, but because of some of these guys making sure that my son got back to me, um, you know, I'm forever in their debt. And uh, so when these guys invite me up here, I didn't hesitate. And now I'm hearing stories about my son up here, listening to some of these guys talk about their jump stories and, and Pete Fullerton, um, he's, well, you've met Pete Fullerton, and um, he's quite a massive personality coming <laughs> at you, you know, ex-CSOR uh, and Special Force guy, and uh, um, he talks about my son, uh, some of the things he did to challenge my son in PT and stuff, and it's just kind of neat to hear some stories, you know, about why, what they did and how they all got through it and how they know each other. And it's just, in the military, it doesn't matter where you go, you run into somebody that knows somebody, and it's just yeah. a huge family. It's a very small community. We 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 like it to is. think like we we're it's so insular that we like to think that we have, you know, lots of people everywhere. But we have like maybe six hundred thousand yeah. serving and veterans yeah. in the entire country. It is a very small small community compared to everything. Else. Yeah, and when I got out of the military, I was pretty lost. Like when when you transition from the military and civilian life all of a sudden you're no longer in contact with any of those people you served with it's just like they've disappeared and they've all turned their back on you and then you meet veterans and then you become a member of that family and then you find the like that meaning of battle buddy and what these veterans like how we help each other brothers and sisters how we help each other you know, stay above ground. I mean, I'm helping this veteran who's struggling right now, um, who's not on CISUP, or well, we just got him on CISUP, and he's been out since '94. Yeah. And um, nobody told him about CISUP, and so he was on the verge of being homeless. And then I put the call out, and you know, a lot of the airborne guys now reached out to him, and we've got him above ground now, and and because that's what we do, we have to take care of our own. Yeah. And that's what the Battle Buddy mission is about is is reaching out, and it's not just about a coin it's bigger than that if you don't know what to say to somebody you want to help well then the coin says it for you because it doesn't just come in a coin it comes in this you know pretty large package um you get a nice certificate coin is registered it's got their name on it and their rank and their crests and their their cap badge and stuff and it's personalized to that person and when they receive it and i've seen videos and you know how emotional it is when some of these guys receive these from another person and it lets them know, look, you're not alone. I got your back. Mm -hmm. I'm here, brother. I'm here for you. And when you see the videos to this and some of the emails I've received where they're 
you know, thanking me for, you know, and it's just some days I just sit there. I can't even read the emails because they're so emotional. And, but one that I've shared is about a firefighter family. And I mean, there's, I have so many stories to share about some of the emails that I see. This one stands out with this firefighter community um, because it's not just about military. It's all our first line of defense. And the coin isn't just for those people. It could be your mom and dad who are struggling because you were away. And, you know, um, so this firefighter father, he sent me an email um, asking me if he could, if he was allowed to buy one of my battle buddy coins. And I quickly replied, I absolutely, it's not just about military. Yeah. And then he called me and you know, listening to him tell his story about his firefighting career and then about his son who joined the fire department and became a firefighter without his dad knowing and then invited his dad to his graduation. And his dad didn't know what a graduation he was attending. And to show up at the fire department, and I guess it was pretty emotional. Yeah. And he did not want his son to be a firefighter. And um, he bought the coin for his son um, to let his son know that, hey, I got your back. And no matter what you see and do in your career, don't take it home with you. If you do, come to me. Yeah. And then a week later, uh, his son bought a battle buddy coin to give to his father. And every day I, I talk about this story, it gives me goosebumps because of just the deep meaning behind what those two. And yeah. I mean, firefighters go through yeah. so much too. Oh, yeah. And, uh, but yeah, just that voice. I get a lot of phone calls, but that voice of that father, um, because he was so emotional, just is still in your head. Like I just, I can't get that out of my head. No doubt, no doubt. It is a, uh, it, it's a challenging topic to be going over. Yeah. And especially when you're talking about uh, parental guidance. I mean, I, I think about like Tim and his son, and other guys I know who have served with their kids or have watched their kids serve or have, and it is it's excruciating to be the guy sitting behind right especially as a, as a, as a dad i got two little boys i kind of have a feeling at least one of them is crazy enough to go into the military <laughs> and, you have to have a little edge that's for sure to join yeah. the military uh and i, I like i know it's gonna be hard it's gonna be a challenge and i i want them to be able to feel comfortable talking to me I want them to be feel comfortable talking to their brothers I, like i want to create an environment where we're comfortable speaking to each other yeah it's one of the reasons why i got the podcast started is so that others can see that nothing bad is had like the sky's not falling yeah right we can discuss our issues we can discuss what we've done and the world isn't fucking falling apart and there's no sergeant major that's gonna come around the corner and be like what the fuck are you talking about like yeah exactly right well uh, i mean uh i grew up in an era we weren't allowed to talk about our emotions. We weren't allowed to cry. We weren't allowed to be, we weren't allowed to talk about any kind of depressing or if our little brain isn't working right. We weren't allowed to talk about that. And being my, my family, my grandfather, my dad, my great grandfather, all military, you did not show emotions. So we grew up in that, you know, era of not showing emotion. So I made sure that I brought my kids up that it's okay to cry. It's okay to be emotional. It's okay to like, you know, but if you're going to do something, do it at a hundred and then 150, give it your all. So, um, my son, he wanted to be like his mother and 
So he joined cadets. Well, maybe not like my mother, but who wanted to follow the family tradition yep. of being in the military. And it horrified me because I knew what I went through. I knew what my dad and my grandfather and all these, mm -hmm. I knew what they all went through. And it horrified me, but I, I didn't talk him out of it. As much as I wanted to, I had to let him choose his path. And yeah, he went through cadets, then he went through reserves. Um, he wanted to try and figure out what he wanted to do next. Well, he was five, was he five or six years old when I did my first parachute jump? Okay. And he was standing out in the field and he was right under me while I was coming and landing to the DL. And he, um, when I landed, Mommy, I want to do this. Ah, oh, no, no, you are not doing this. <laughs> what does he do? He joins Rank Force, PPCLI3, Charlie, Charlie Company, Jump yep. Company, and yep. becomes a jumper. I, um, yeah, I was horrified. But I thought he, and I said, why did you join Jump Company? Because I want to be the best of the best. Yeah. And I said, oh, okay, well, uh, you know, it, it was a bit for me to stand back and go, oh, my God. And he's like, Mom, you did it. You jumped. Mm -hmm. Why can't I jump? Well, that's different. Why is it different? Well, it's just different. You're my son. <laughs> I don't want you to get hurt. <laughs> it's different, but it's not different, damn but it. But then I deployed on off Apollo, and I didn't have time to go home and say goodbye to my family. Yeah. I didn't have time to say goodbye to my kids. And um, I didn't realize the impact that my career was having on my kids. And in my brain, I was just doing my job. Yep. You know, just your mom is just out, she's doing her job. Yeah. And it wasn't until, um, and, and a lot of us, I don't think, really realize the depth of the impact that we have on our Absolutely. family. Yeah. And even when we deploy, they can't see what we're seeing and what we're smelling and what we're tasting and what we're going through. And so it wasn't until Christmas, and we all received our Christmas presents from overseas, from home. And I received this little package, and it was a cassette tape. <laughs> <laughs> so I aged myself. It was a cassette tape. And it was a radio interview that they did of my family. Mm -hmm. And they interviewed my son and my daughter. And I broke down and started crying. One, I didn't realize I was having that effect on my kids until I heard them talk. And I mean, the, I, I, you know, the whole thing with the media. But the questions that they asked my kids, some of them were inappropriate. Okay. And one of the questions that they asked my little daughter um, was just we at the time. And he asked her, aren't you scared? Aren't you scared your mom's going to die over there? And my, I guess my daughter was quiet on the radio. And he's like, are you scared she's going to get blown up? And then she just started crying. Yeah. And I thought, what? Well, why would you why would ask you a ask child a question, question like that? <laughs> That's fucking, yeah. Like she just watched buildings being blown up and yeah. uh and she walked away from it and then my son came on they interviewed him and the first thing he says you are not going to ask me any questions like that. Yeah. and then his other question was uh how do you feel about your mom going off to war and his first thing he said is i'm so proud of my mom i don't know any mom that has gone off to war that jumps out of airplanes that does all this stuff and he goes i'm proud of my mom and that that's the first time i ever heard my kids like show any kind of like that kind of emotion yeah. and um and i i brought them up to express themselves and um yeah it was and that's why i do what i do for my kids 
um, to make sure my son is going to be okay, make sure my daughter is going to be okay, and then to let the world know that if you are in a first line of defense position, you have to communicate with your kids. You have to let them know that it's okay, you know, that it's okay to be emotional. It's okay to be a little broken. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, it's this, this Battle Buddy mission has helped me in more ways than I can even mention. No doubt. No doubt. And it's giving back, right? You, you take the the hard lessons that we sometimes, unfortunately, have to learn on our own. And you try and try and move the next generation forward just a little bit. Just that next little step. And I heard a great quote a little while ago, and it was about, uh, we need to stop trying to make our parents' generation be proud of us. And we need to start focusing on making our kids' generation proud yes. of us. And if we can pass that on to the next generation, then they start working to make their kids proud of them, and they start working to make their kids proud of them, everything will be better. I think you're right. It, yeah. Like Absolutely. anything behind us is, it's good to hold tradition, and it's good to maintain the history and the why, and yeah. all those things are very important. Um, but we need to bring those forward to the next generation, and we need to bring them forward in a way that they feel more comfortable with, and not... Uh, like a, oh my god, I need to hold myself up to the standard. It's because we you, did have to hold ourselves up to that standard. Yeah, and it, it was yeah. un, it was untenable. I mean, yeah. I was comparing myself to guys in World War Two. Yeah, and that's and a you different can't. fight, yeah, different war, different. I actually talked to my granddad about this. He's a uh, an engineer in World War Two as well, and I was like, man, every single one of us holds World War Two guys. It, that's something they're, they're in a pedestal right yeah or and one like, and two you have to yeah and, yeah and we always said i i told them like you guys walked across europe fighting the whole way and he looked at me he said but we knew who we were fighting we saw a guy with a gray uniform and we, yeah. we engaged it right that was it that's just the way it was He's like you have no idea who you were fighting i was like that's a good fucking point <laughs> it's right it's true yeah. and the military is i mean the wars are different it's it's a technical war. It's a smart war. It's yeah. you know you got drones and like you can shoot from space and you target and zoom in and I mean you don't see what's coming at you neither and yeah. um, you know so that's why when I my son deployed to Afghanistan uh, one of the spots he went to was Kabul mm-hmm. and I was horrified because I've just seen the stories. I had to stop watching the media on it. I had to stop going on the internet and following. Yeah. them because i it yeah it's it's a crazy war and i struggle with that even everybody's like you should get a veteran plate well no that's there for the world war one and two veterans that's no, for those guys you absolutely should no you're a veteran yeah well okay yeah no you've earned that yeah yeah but i i was like you i was thinking no that's for these these guys that really mm-hmm. you know and um and then i i you know, I talked to my dad before he passed away, and and he said, finally said, yeah, I'm proud of you. You earned that. Mm-hmm. You know, so, and sadly, I had to get my dad to say he was proud of me on his deathbed because, you know, weeks later he had passed away. Yeah. But it's just that generation, right? So I make sure I tell my kids I'm proud of yeah. them and every that's, day. That's that next stage, right? You, that's that you, next You got stage. it once from your dad. Now your kids are getting it hundreds of times yeah. and their kids are going to get it hundreds of times. And like, it, it's, it's that next development and that next, uh, like I try to, uh, I try to tuck my boys in and give them a hug 
a squeeze and a little Jimmy a little fatherly love, love. Yeah. You know, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And uh, little story. And they they love they, yeah. they 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 ask for it when I'm when I'm agitated yeah. and I don't want to engage. I just want everything to stay away from me. I get a little call like that. Can you come give us a hug? <laughs> yeah, like, oh, and you love it you embrace I that hug. i do yes, absolutely um, it. and it's just it's a different that next generation i want them to feel comfortable and it's the same thing when i talk about the community yeah. right i want that next generation of veterans to be comfortable with yeah. it and i i tell i tell everybody this is that you remember when you were in and people were ta- thinking about getting out they would always say i gotta go back to civvy land or i'm gonna go be a dirty civvy again and i'm yeah. And it was always about being a civilian. And I always tell people, like, that person died when you showed up to basic. Yeah. You're not that person anymore. And when we, we do a very bad job of this in the military, but we need to start preparing people for veteran life. Because that's what happened. You, you're a soldier or you're a civilian. Yeah, there needs to be that transition. Then you're a soldier. Now you're a veteran. Yeah. And you need to tell yourself you're a veteran. Because, as you said, we do this all the time. We don't. And it's sad that in today's world, this is 2020, and we still don't have a very good transition from the military to city life. We still don't have that. And the veteran world saved my life. Like when I I met a couple of veterans when I uh, when I was released and I was I was so lost, but they helped guide me. They helped me find uh, these groups of veterans and, 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 you know, and I started doing my own group sessions at my home mm-hmm. because the counselors can only do so much. So I would open up my kitchen, I'd spend all day making a pot of spaghetti or something because I'm a maritimer. Mm-hmm. So my mom always... Everything's in the kitchen. Everything's in the kitchen. <laughs> and you always had a lot of food to feed people coming over. Yeah. And um, so I was having correctional officers, firefighters, police, uh, military, all veterans coming to my kitchen to hang out. And we all just sat around and talked. And if one guy was struggling, then we all focused on that guy. Mm-hmm. And we, we didn't exchange uh, advice on medicines and nothing else. We just talked about, well, you know, this is what I do to help me sleep. Or this is, some of them need a light light. Some of them need black room. Some of them need white noise. And this is what I use to help me stay calm. And, and one of my things is drawing and painting is one of my zens. That's a great tool. And yeah. And uh, I put a little buddy. Um, Billy Holiday on and get back into my artwork. Yeah. And it's Zen. I, I airbrush motorcycles. And I don't think of anything when I'm drawing and painting. When I'm designing t-shirts, I think of nothing. And um, so, yeah, it's just you got to find that, that, that one thing that will take your brain away from the battle zone. Yeah. You know, so you don't fall down that rabbit yeah. hole. Yeah, it's about being mindful, right? you, it, you got to be yeah. present. There. And you got to remember that, you know, that saying, once a soldier, always a soldier. Well, no. Once you take that uniform off and you're in the veteran world, you become a veteran. Mm-hmm. So you're allowed to be that dad. You're allowed to be that husband. You're allowed to be that that guy that's going to go play ball with your kids. And it's okay to do that. And if you're having a bad day, then you reach out to your brothers and sisters in the yeah. veteran world. And you say, hey, listen, I'm I'm struggling here. Yeah. Like, can you talk? Do you have time? And And they'll make time. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And that's all it really takes is the ability to say, I'm not doing well. And and then go, wait a second, I have I have options. Now, so we've been sitting here doing uh, Pegasus Jump for the last couple of days. What's, that's how uh, exciting, hey? Oh, man, I 
Yeah, uh, did you actually watch the videos of everybody were in the yes, tent with that? Yes, yesterday, yeah. You saw me f- trying to flap my wings. Yeah, the, uh, that will be all flaps for you. Oh, yes, it was we're fantastic. not sure what you were doing. I don't know. Is that I, on purpose? I was trying to fly. <laughs> I was like, I was literally I'm trying to fly. I'm paying a flat. Um, it was the guy today, though, the student today, that we were all, every, every single person stopped yeah. to watch this guy just clear the trees. Did you see it? I didn't see it. No, I was. I think I was getting all set up. I didn't actually no, see it. No, he came around. And he literally just skiffed on the top of the trees and landed on the the airplane, uh, the runway. Oh wow! Yeah, no, I didn't see that one at all. <laughs> we thought somebody was going to be climbing trees today, <laughs> but the camaraderie here is just. Yeah. Oh my goodness! So what's um, what does it what does it mean to you? This 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 conglomeration of people. This uh, when I come to these things, I almost feel like I'm at home. Yeah. Like, don't you get that feeling? Like, wow. Oh, yeah. Back with the crew. You're back with the crew. And I mean, it's all run by veterans. And I mean, they got a big mess tent. That was fun to see. Yeah. The, the whole thing, the way it's all organized, you just almost feel like you're back at base camp or something. It really is. It I, really is. We were sitting in the you mod tent. The wire, and you're just like, the wire. <laughs> getting flashbacks of just sitting in a mess tent like this. <laughs> but I think for me, the biggest thing is the camaraderie. Yeah. Um, because there's no egos here and female male veteran there's no egos and yeah there's a lot of battle stories coming out yeah and um but to see the reconnection with some of these combat veterans and to hear their stories and go ah brother i haven't seen you in forever and and yeah it's just like they're they're going to do this next year because this year oh, yeah. was, this is the first year for Operation Pegasus Jump, and it was a complete success. Yeah. I mean, how many uh, how many did they do yesterday? Thirty, thirty two. I don't know. They were 30? they were jumping every the whole time. It yeah, was just the plane day, was up all day. From eight in the yeah. morning until yeah, yeah. and um, and then yeah, it's just I mean, some of these guys come up like you know Tim Turner. I mean, that guy's a legend. Like, yeah. The myth, the legend. Tim Turner. Yeah. That's the warrant officer, Tim Turner. Um, Sergeant Major. Or Sergeant Major. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. I got his rank wrong. Yeah. No, it's all good. He, he is the Sergeant <laughs> Major. Tim, that's the warrant officer. But um, he's as big as life. Yeah. And But he's humble. But he's he's not that big, actually. No, he's <laughs> not, that, not that big. Yeah. I, mean, I think he's got the smallest me. tent out there in the yeah. tent city. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, it, it's been really great watching him put this together, and we're actually going to help him um, next year. Yeah. The, the Canadian War for Veterans is put on by the One Veteran Society, which is the uh, overall thing. It's meant to be an umbrella, yeah. so we're going to try and bring off Higgs and jump in as, as underneath that so that they can get... Um, yeah, we need to get more advertisement the, out. Well, it's just the uh, the receipts to be able to donate. Oh, right? right. So they yes. were like, we can make this a foundation yeah. and eventually the charity, and I'm like, that's a ton of work, and you need an account, and you need all the shit. If you, like, they, they can come underneath or blank, uh, underneath the umbrella. And then it would just be off Pegasus Jump yeah. put on by One Best Society and then be good to go. Yeah, we're going to so get a, the same they, thing. they need to get a, an actual page going. Oh, yeah. So yeah, then yeah. I can add a link. So I said yeah. to Rob today, uh, I said, so we can get a link and I can add that onto my website. Yeah. And uh, the more, the more uh, information that we can get out there and advertisement and stuff, you know, I think if, if they can make this happen next year, I think it'll be bigger next oh, year. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Because it was, yeah. it's. I mean, it's not even done yet. It goes to, from the eighth to the seventeenth. Yeah. And other than the um, the crash of the system of Rogers. Yeah. You know, a lot of people couldn't make it across the ferry. The ferries, you know, everybody struggled with finances trying to get yeah. here. Um, and I think because of the cancellations for that, I think 
um, next year will be bigger and better. Oh, absolutely. It was yep. a lot of learning for this one. Any first thing is, yeah. Oh, right? Yeah. And the fact that they were still able to get like some, like 40 or some odd people here over the next three days or the next three rotos, 40 or 50 over the next few rotos. Um, yeah, because there was 52 set up for the first roto. Yeah. Yeah. And like, it's just, it's going to be bigger next year. It's going to be more um, specific. They're going to fine tune some details. Like, it's just, it's fantastic. I, I, I'm a big supporter of all of this stuff. I think that, uh, one of the things I've noticed in the community is that we keep looking to the VA or the Legion or the government to be like, okay, well, why aren't you doing this? Why aren't you setting these the standards so that we should be so recovered? And then we realize that they're not doing it. Well, shit, I guess I'll just do it myself. And then you have programs like this, or you get Bushwick, or you get Mad Hatter, yeah. or you get um, like all the different leaders in the veteran community. We're just stepping forward because yeah. we see a hole. And this is what we did in the army, right? If there's shit to be done, yep. oh, that needs to be fixed. Let's fucking do it. I must say, like a lot of these veteran-owned and operated businesses, um, a lot of them are not financially funded. Yep. Like even my business, everything I do and make and buy is out of my pocket. Yep. It comes right out of my my uh, medical disability mm-hmm. benefits. Like I'm not financially sponsored. Um, a lot of them, Bushwookie's not financially nope, sponsored. Zone, you yeah. know, like a, a lot of these companies are not, fin- it comes out of their pension, pension or their benefits. Yep. And uh, a lot of people don't realize that. Same with this one. Right? Yeah. And um, so uh, a lot of people need to realize that when you come and you purchase something from one of those veteran businesses, you're helping to keep that veteran business going forward. Yep. And that's what we want to do with Operation Pegasus. As uh, we want them to keep going forward. Yeah. So donations for two t-shirts that I have over there, all the profits from them go to Operation Pegasus. And then all the rest of my profits, uh, portions of all those, go toward King Lakes and Homes for Heroes, Golden Tiny Homes yeah. for Homeless Veterans. And because you have to uh, make sure that, you know, you're we're taking care of each other. Absolutely. And But uh, what did you get out of this event? Oh, I, well, first other than, off, other than, than trying that to fly, very, yeah, I, I got to uh, say it was a very animated jump. <laughs> it was an animated jump, but you know what? I think I had one of the best landings so the first day. It did. I, that I, was, was impressive. It was, it was clean, I think but, we were the crew over there cheering you on. Yeah. <laughs> it was. Uh, it you were was the tallest cool. one coming down. Man, I, it was kind of funny. Toby was in the plane with me, and he uh, he told me that the moment I let go, of the wings like <laughs> tilted back. And I was like, oh, it did tilt. Yeah. Um, but no, I had I had a blast. This has been. Um, really really fantastic to watch the the group come together and you know sometimes you can get a bunch of people together and there can be like a little bit of hesitation and not really sure how to talk to people and you don't know this guy or that guy but it uh it started up and people were just shaking hands hey man where are you from where you been where where do you do blah blah blah. oh hey man i haven't seen you free and then it just boom yeah guys that i knew 10 15 years ago talking with dudes that i just met you're watching them have really deep, introspective conversations. Yeah. Well, that, I mean, uh, we've got a a guy down, Pete Fullerton, yeah, and um, another legend, you know, and um, he's always talked about this one guy uh, that he served with, and this guy shows up today, and.
and to watch them. Oh my God, you're here. I haven't seen you in, well, I just live down the road. And then they realize that they both live on the island. They haven't yep. seen each other in 20, 20 odd years and they don't live that far from each other. Yep. So now they're making plans to like, you know, reconnect and, and uh, I think he talked him into jumping on Monday, I think it is. Awesome. Monday or Tuesday. Awesome. And are you jumping again? Uh, well, if I jump, it takes more time away from this. So I think I'm going to record as much as I possibly can while I'm here. I'm going to try and get as many people as I can uh, because this is important. I want to I want to record the feelings and yeah. the, um, not like the the fact that the documentary is going on is awesome. Yeah. Um, but and you're going to get pieces of the experience. But what I want to talk about is like what it means to people. And yeah. How it, so I'm going to try and get as much as I can. And the other problem is I don't really have that much money to spend on this. I got Oh, my, I know. Yeah. And it's not cheap. Yeah. My boys and my wife are still in Vancouver yeah. and I got to be able to go get them at some point. <laughs> I mean, I just drove across Canada and back uh, to set, attend my son's wedding. Yeah. And uh, that was on, I think I got back on uh, June 26th uh, or June 14th. And uh, so I'm still pinching pennies from that. And, um, Otherwise, I would have jumped. Yeah. Um, but I was just grateful that they invited me up. And then coming in and then going into the compound, I literally, like, just the camaraderie, the welcoming, you just feel like you're at home. Yeah. You can take your guard down. Yeah. You know, you're not looking over your shoulder. You're not. Uh, I mean, there's a lot of dogs here. Yeah. But, um, but kids are here. Like, yeah. it's just, it's a family-oriented thing, too. And it's, it's been so cool. The so, weather's been interesting, you know. They almost got flooded out. Yeah. But that's, and the weather came around. And now it's got enough breeze today for perfect landings. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah, just beautiful. I'm excited. Today. Yeah. I, I don't know if I'm going to stay to the 17th. I didn't bring enough kit. <laughs> I, I wish I could be here. I really, I tried to, I tried to tell my wife. I was like, so this thing goes from, like, 8th to the 17th. She's like, I got, like. A week and a half of vacation so you got to spend some with your family yeah <laughs> you, we're not doing the yeah, whole you'll be thing sleeping here. on the sofa when you get yeah. home if you don't <laughs> yeah exactly uh, well if i was able to get home that's the other house uh she might not let me come back in the house uh, we actually just bought a house in sherwood park so that's where we're a little tight oh you're not far no yeah i'm in victoria oh yeah uh, wait but victoria here on the island, though, right? Yeah, I'm sure would park in like Edmonton. Oh, oh, yeah, stand correct. Yeah, I distance, thought you mean. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, okay. Um, uh, but yeah, it's um, and the fact that I'm getting invited back and they're hiring me to do the decals for their trucks and yeah. some of their buildings yeah, now, so they absolutely. didn't know I did that. So uh, yeah, I decal vehicles and stuff. I make all the stencils and stuff for that. So really? that they invited me, they're gonna get me to do that for them and. So you scratch my back, I scratch your back. You know yeah. how it all goes. Like everybody yeah. helps everybody in here. Well, this is it, right? It's community effort, right? We want we want the community to come together. We want the businesses to work yeah. together. We want all of us to just stop fighting. But like and this it, is some of what this this jump was about too was um, um, some self care and mental health. Oh, absolutely. So it was a way to bring everybody in. And yeah, you got to spend a few dollars to get here. You got to spend a few dollars because it costs them for fuel for the planes yep. and food and everything else. So, uh, you know, um, and then now they have a mental health professional that's coming in today. Is yep. it today? Yeah, that later tonight, yeah. yeah. And um, so he's going to talk about mental health and um, pass his card around. Yep. And I think Monday we're doing the awards certificates and the bagpipes. Yep. And, and um, we're gonna, we're, I'm actually going to be leading a panel on Monday night with... Um, like Sean Taylor and Seb Lavois and um, and uh, Rob McNeil and <clears throat> and Corey Hat and myself and uh, and Toby 
uh, Tony yeah. Miller. Like we're gonna we're gonna talk about. Well, ideally, what we're gonna talk about is what other people want to know. So I I put QR codes around the the, the base here so that people can ask oh, questions and oh, stuff. And, right on. Um, my wife brought that up. Shoot, I was like, well, you have idea. like a suggestion box yeah. or whatever. And people come up, and she's like, some people might not want to like physically be seen going into the suggestion box. And I was like, that's a good point. So now you can just hit it, goes up to a Google form. You can send it in anonymously and get questions going. And, that was awesome. That's yeah. a great idea. So we're gonna, I'm going to let everybody know about that today and tonight, and hopefully we'll have a question bank. Yeah. And if we don't have a question bank, then we'll sit around and we'll talk about... Um, yeah, sometimes the questions just whatever. come out. Yeah, okay. exactly. Yeah. So we're going to have that panel as well, which is fantastic. And then one of the things I've done here is I have these battle buddy challenge game dog tags mm-hmm. so all the veterans that have showed up all received a free did you get your free yeah birth? i got my yeah, you got your free yeah, dog it's tag. sitting in my uh and um so that everybody that goes home has a message you know and um uh my dog tag.com made these and uh he sponsored me for my dog tags and um because i mean like i said i can only afford so much right yeah. and uh so i struggled to her i can't you know, I don't want to sell them. So every veteran that showed up, that's, you know, they're going to get a free dog tag. That's fantastic. That's and fantastic. Um, so just you need to get the message out there. And I think the more and more that we can do stuff like this and have um, somebody come in to talk about mental health, like I said, nobody wants to talk about mental health, but I mean, it's there. Yep. You have to. We have too many people committing suicide. Yeah. And I'm not just talking military. I'm talking firefighter, police, like the suicide rate in the police industry right yeah. now because of everything that's going on and in corrections is Brutal. is insane. Yeah. Just insane. A lot of people, uh, you know, oh, it's police officers, who cares? But, well, you know what? They're, they're out there still on the front lines. Yeah. And um, they still have to come home to their families. Yeah. They still have kids. They're human beings. Whether they're, some of them are, you know, like their job or not, they still got to do it. And a lot of them are struggling, struggling so bad. And um, especially now with everything that's going on. Oh, yeah. And the suicide rate is just insane. Oh, well, I mean, with with COVID and fucking uh, the government, like what's happening with government and the fucking uh, mandates and all these other things. And it's just, it's putting so much weight on the frontline people. Yeah. And my buddy said it really well a while ago was that, we, uh, as soldiers, we go over somewhere else and we do crazy stuff. But then we come home. Yeah. Police officers, firefighters, all these people, they go and do crazy stuff in their backyard. Yeah. And then they just sit in it at yeah. home. Like there's no, they don't there's get no to escape. leave. They never get to separate themselves from it. Which and is uh, true. That's a really great point. That was yeah. excellent. Yeah. And it's, it's really hard to see that sometimes because you see the uh, you see the the uniform yeah. and you see the car and you see the the, the authority figure, right? Yeah. But you forget that he goes home and he takes the uniform off, or she goes home and takes the uniform off, and just they're people. And that's why with the Canadian Walk for Veterans, what we try to do is get people to recognize that, yeah, like these are just people. And they don't have the sharp units in the police force like they should. They don't have the mental health units like they should have in the police force and the fire departments are only just starting to get those here in canada um so somebody can go into the fire department after a horrific car accident or something and talk to them you know how are you feeling well if you're on the job and you're going to go and talk to these guys they're all going to say i'm got nothing but don't do it in home don't do it in the house like i mean in the firehouse or in the police station don't do it there have a, a separate place where you can talk to them 
And I, I, I think a separate place is good, but uh, I think we norm we need to normalize it in the house. Well, yeah, that's what I mean. But like to over start time, with. yeah, absolutely. So, um, there's this uh, police officer. He was retired military, and he became an RCMP officer. And um, my heart goes out to him because uh, he called me up, and or not called me up. He sent me a message. Wanted a coin. Can I get a coin? Yes. You don't have to be military to get it. And I, I specifically say that on my website and stuff. And um, he's like, okay, because I won't buy it for myself. I'm like, oh, okay. Well, you're allowed to. Yeah. Sometimes we're out on Best Battle, buddy. And um, but I wouldn't take his money because when he told me his story that uh, because he wouldn't take the vaccine um, after being 10 years with RCMP, um, they hit him out in the bush, basically. He still has his job, but they hit him. Yeah. And but he's on his way out because he won't get the vaccine. Yeah. And he worked so hard to get to where he was, and to hear him break down about losing his job, um, and he doesn't know what to do now. Like he's went from being in a regimental job to another regimental job, yeah. and then how do you now that you've kind of been disposed of? What's he to do now? So uh, we created this communication, and every other day I'm checking in on him. Yeah. And, um, so, but he said throughout the, the police force, it's dramatic how many they've lost, um, because of forced vaccine or forced vaccination and that aren't taking it that have lost careers. And some of them been in there for 20 years and they, you know, yep. it's a choice. It's a choice you have, you make, Absolutely. you take it, it choice, or you yeah. don't take it. Yep. But I don't think that people should have had to lose their jobs yep. over it. And it's the same in the military. Yep. And but then again, that's where this battle buddy system has to come in, and you got to check in on those guys that are about ready to lose their jobs. Yeah. And you got to check in on them because they're lost right now. Yeah, it's a uh, it's a really it's a big topic. <sighs> it's a you know, challenging it's a heavy thing. Topic. Like, yeah. Well, it, I mean, it it shouldn't be. That's yeah. the thing. But it and unfortunately it is. But so tell me more. Like, how would somebody if they wanted a battle buddy coin? First off, how would they find it? Uh, you look up uh, www.deltafoxtrot.ca. Okay. And I'm on like, Instagram. I'm on Facebook. I'm on LinkedIn. On the same thing? Delta Fox Trot Designs yeah. and that kind of stuff? Yeah. Okay. So I've been following you for a while. And it's like it's been, you, you put out excellent Yeah, I put all, stuff. I do all my own advertisement, yeah. media, my videos, everything. <laughs> it's been a struggle trying to learn how to do the advertising videos yeah. and stuff. And uh, and then for the Battle Buddy Challenge coin, if you're on Facebook, it's just uh, put in the search line on Facebook, uh, yeah. Battle Buddy Challenge coin. And there you can see videos. Um, there's one video there um, of a bunch of combat veterans. Um, they fought in the Battle of the White School. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't know if you know. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Jacob Rhino, yep. Yeah. Yeah, you know a lot of those guys. Hey, Jimmy Sinclair, William McDonald, Jerry Shaw. Yeah. And... Um, it was like uh, 20 some battle buddy coins that were being dispersed. And they come in a really nice folder with a certificate and you yep. do all this stuff with them. And you watch the video of them receiving these coins. And oh my God, you can't help but cry. Just the camaraderie between these guys that survived that day. And then to give these guys to award them with this battle buddy coin. And then they made me an honorary member of their Airborne Brotherhood. And, you know, my whole military career, I struggled to want to be one of the guys yeah. 
you know, to, to fit in, to be accepted and, and then to still not until you're out. And then as a veteran, you're finally made part of their clan of the best of the best, as my son would say. Uh, it was a surprise. I was shocked. And I, I got to say, I got a little emotional. But that Battle Buddy coin, um, they invite me to their event every year in Regina. And um, every year, a lot of coins get donated. And every year, there's heartbreak and crying. And, but the com camaraderie again. Um, because now what they did with their event is they made it into um more of a, a healing event yeah. a place for all our first responders to be able to go to uh meet other people that suffer the same stuff mm -hmm. and just hang out and and because we need it like yeah. we need uh mental uh, mental health awareness so bad and people's got it they got to drop the stigma yeah. that it's not contagious you're not going to catch it off of me it, it needs to be talked about. Well, it's a, they don't have the context. And I, I say this a lot, is that until you get to a point where you actually start working on yourself, and then you go, oh, wait, here it is. I, okay, now I know, okay, that's why that happened. Oh, that's why that happens. And then you start like, oh, man, I, I'm fucked up. And you start reaching out to people, and they don't know how to deal with you. Do you know how to reach out for they, help? Oh, I do, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. And what happens, at least what I've seen, is that those that try, and then they don't know, uh, they, they reach out to the either, I can't say the wrong person, or just somebody who hasn't gotten there yet, and they don't know how to react. But when they reach out to somebody who's been through it, yeah. and he's been there, and it's just like, the moment you get the phone call, you're like, yep, yep, I get it, 100%, I've been there, I know exactly what that's like, and that's why I set up the, the podcast, that's why I did Tools with the Toolbox, because each one of us has tools. Every one of us has tried yeah. certain things. I think it's great that I'm finally meeting you because <laughs> I've been following you. Yeah, it's great to finally meet you. Uh, it is it is absolutely my pleasure to be able to chat with you. I, I am really, uh, I'm really happy you're here because as soon as I saw the, the sign, I was like, yes, I need to go chat with her. Fergie's in the house. Yeah, it is on now. <laughs> but I, I was grateful when, um, you know, I got the call and uh, I mean, I was kind of shocked because it was only two days notice. But um, because I know I know the guys. And um, I, I know the camaraderie and the, and the brotherhood, the tightness, the bond of these guys. Yeah. So to invite little old me up here, um, I was there. I even got a T-shirt from it. I love yeah. their T-shirts, Bushwookie T-shirt. Mm -hmm. um, shout out to Bushwookie. Yeah. And Matt Hatter himself is coming <laughs> oh, down Oh, Matt here. Hatter, right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think Matt Hatter's on there. Yeah, is he's yeah. coming here? Yeah, he is. Corey Hat. Yeah, he's going to be here tomorrow. Oh, is he coming here tomorrow? Yeah, yeah. Wow, he's on road too. That guy, yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah, he supports me too. We try to, you know. Yeah, yeah. Corey and Dave and uh, and the boys here they work together to get the design going yeah. up, and then um, yeah, I love uh, the design. It's Corey, awesome. Corey did all the shirts, and then like it just it's such a great uh, collaboration of people yeah. and collaboration of uh, businesses, and collaboration of ideas, and collaboration of camaraderie. And this is this. Well, and Corey's not coming. Out. From close, he lives in Ontario. Yeah, yeah so he's flying Kiel. in. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, I think I think uh, Bushwicky. I think they're in Ontario, aren't they? Or yep, Manitoba? yeah, they're out there too. Yeah. Yeah. Is he coming too? No, no. Not. Yeah, I think I, he's still recovering. Still recovering. Yeah. I think he's got a uh, he's got some time before he can yeah. really travel around and. Yeah. yeah, I wish him the best. He's a solid guy. He really is a uh, challenging situation that he was in, and yeah. I, like I've been there it too. I, I've been in that hole, and it is. Uh, 
it's hard to climb out. When you're down the rabbit hole as deep as he went, yeah, you can't get it. it goes. Anyway, but um, yeah, let's not get too too deep before we end. Yeah, no, I um, I'm looking forward to meeting Corey too. Yeah. getting a face to the all the hellos we've exchanged. Yeah, and um, I think next year, uh, Rob and I and Tim were talking and saying that if we can get more veteran-owned businesses to yeah. attend, because they're going to be building, they're going to be changing the grounds. Yeah. they're building. Um, I think a a rigger building or yeah. something there. Yeah. And uh, they're going to have more hangers or whatever places for us to set up and stuff. Uh, right now, it looks like a little tent city, <laughs> but there's so many campers it, it, here. There's so, so many perfect, people. Though. It's so perfect for such a mil- like a militaristic it's event perfect. to have tents and like signs and the fact that it's called the gallows for yeah. where you're hanging off. It was just it was and and the extra size um, porta potty. Yeah, you know, a hundred percent. Yeah. And but, the fact that Tim is wandering around giving people knife hands and shit, that was I know. like... I was like, what is that? <laughs> All right, cool. It was awesome. All right, well, we've been rolling for a bit. I just want to thank you, sister. It has been yeah, my absolute thank you pleasure so meeting much. you. It's been and, great meeting you. Um, and I can't, I can't say it enough. If you're out there, go get a go get a challenge coin. Go get a battle, battle buddy coin. Because going, pass it on. Keep the word alive. And it, uh, it's, it's just been great. Thank you so much. I got your six. There you go. Shimo. That concludes another episode of The Toolbox. I really appreciate y'all listening. It has been my absolute pleasure bringing you this guest. If you enjoyed what you heard, please like, share, subscribe, do all that other wicked stuff. It uh, helps me keep the lights on. To all those out there putting it on the line every day, I just want to let you know that I appreciate you. Military, veterans, first responders, civil servants, you name it, keep this place running, and I really do appreciate it. So thank you. Don't forget, stay open, stay humble, stay focused, with grace, not slack. GMO.